0: Take two, and go!
1: Hey! Welcome! Welcome, morning, lads!
0: Can, well
2: you, well believe Steve, can your you believe it? Can you believe it?
1: Well done, Ray. Uh, the, sabotage out. and touch your and dog, dog <laughs>
3: Hello.
1: <laughs> we got radio,
3: That's. I just wanted to do it until he had yep. to get out of bed and join us, to be honest with you.
2: Yeah, thanks, guys. You know Doctor Genarians need our sleep. Thanks very much for that. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I love the fact that the first sign of us getting into trouble, we all went, oh, we need to ring Dad.
2: Yeah,
0: we better ring Dad, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And and did Dad oh, solve it? Did and Dad, Dad solve it? No, um, no, I did, yeah. What well, did yeah, know? with, with some help know? from you. Yeah, sorry, Radio Dad, yes, yes, yes it was. Yeah, he I did, did he tell, tell, me tell me what, what to do. do. Stretch
2: all of it or Australia with my arms to fix his buttons.
1: You can add, you can add, don't, don't update windows to open chrome now yeah, yes not absolutely <laughs> absolutely
3: yeah yeah you're not allowed to update anything if you're on the radio that is a, is a shout out to all the listeners uh if you're ever on the radio find yourselves on the radio don't don't update windows it just it just, just don't do it that includes jokes and
4: features
2: well, i would have yeah. thought i would have thought it was it was just like common knowledge and common sense guys it's like you know yeah, when you're wiring a plug don't stick your fingers in you're right yeah, Dad, yeah. my bad my bad yep
0: it's, it's,
4: I, just, I'm I, I, you know, I see it You've just tried to wreck my show That's what it is Alright so I'm going to take over And it's Dad and I's nice show now Now i <laughs> oh, tell you what Special guest of yours Forget about it mate oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The promoter's coming out of me though I think more P. Madison is top of the bill I think Ry versus yes. Ted Ted's on the undercard now Because of his sabotage attempt
0: <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, do
1: you know Maybe if I
4: was about ten years younger, Steve, I might have had a crack at that. But I think I'm, I'm too slow and I'm too podgy these days. I think Rye would probably run rings around me, mate. But yeah, uh, immediately. Oh, me too ponchy, have you
5: seen mate. Rye?
2: Too pudgy.
0: he lifts
5: a lot, you
2: know. He lifts. a We've, lot. We've got some great language l- coming out this morning. We've got <laughs> some his, real nineteen seventies playground language. Lift 19s, yourself up the floor playground. when you give language, a
1: left, right, we? left, right. <laughs> <laughs> what, what? <laughs>
4: I do want to talk boxing with you next week, but we'll get the derby out the way. Is it still a derby or is it is it a Derby yet? Well, I
0: think you're in trouble, Ted. I think you're in big trouble. I think you're in big trouble, yeah. yeah. Um, I loved... By the way, I loved that post, fellas. Yes. Wasn't that post oh, was
2: on the charitable good. website? I think, it's, I, I think this uh, getting the Sunderland fan to call it a Derby's a con just to raise more money. But here's my <laughs> money anyway. Here's
5: <gives> me money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the,
4: it's actually only two hundred and forty pounds. Yeah, I'm now. just looking
0: at it now. Yeah, ninety-eight percent. It's
4: on Friday, Yeah, you're in it, trouble. It was
2: about two grand short, wasn't it? Yes, uh, yesterday morning. It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: It's. I mean, what, what's what's absolutely brilliant is is looking at some of the some of the comments on there. There's a lot of Sunderland fans got involved. There's a lad called Mark hetherington Sunderland fan through and through, but. He's donated money to it, and obviously it's brought fans together, which is just class. That's exactly what you want to see. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's looking like I'm going to have to call it. I'm not going to do it yet, because obviously we need to Fair get the, the magic total. But it's it's a derbish and we are going to talk the derbish of course. Uh, we've already got the headlines, but I think we should really start with the quiz. Now, what I've done, lads, is I've put uh, Tedline Day trivia together this Ted is a general day. knowledge qu- yes Tedline day so <coughs> excuse me I'm still ill I'm no, still come ill come on what I'm going to do you're going to take it in turns you're going to have 60 seconds each to answer as many questions as you can now okay. all, of the, all of the questions take the same format I'm going to give you the two clubs that were involved the year and the amount you've just got to tell me who the player is? So, for example, okay. I I could give you right. I could give you Sunderland to Liverpool, 2011, fifteen million pounds.
3: Yep, Mario Bellatelli.
4: Which would have been incorrect. You could have <laughs> at this. It was, that would have been Jordan Henderson.
3: Oh, yeah. of, course, okay. of, course. of course, of course,
4: yeah, of, co- of course, yeah, of course. Yep. <laughs> So we knew that. Uh, you, we knew that. We were just having each fun. You're going to get 60 seconds just on your own. You're going to have. You're going okay. to It's up to nine questions because I don't think I don't think you'll get any more than that in 60 seconds. To okay. be honest with you. Uh, so um, yeah, uh, who wants to go first?
2: I'm sitting this one out because I wasn't planned. <laughs> yeah, put me in the hot so seat. I'll come
3: down. I'll come down. Put me you're, in. Put me in, coach. You're going to go first, right? Yeah, right, Put me in. Them.
4: Okay. Uh, I do believe my my beautiful assistant.
0: Uh, really? uh, stop it, I'm blushing. Uh, Sides answer to Debbie McGee. Well, Mebby McGee. Riley McGree. <laughs> no, more like it. Uh, I, mean, I do
4: believe you've got 60 seconds of intense quiz music planned for me. You just tell me when you're ready
0: to start. Oh, that's oh, right. all right. The value. Right, are you stretched? Value. Are you limbered up? I, are you ready I'm for this? I'm
3: stretching my neck. Hang on, I'm doing my rolls. Yep, yeah. there we go. Yep, no, yep.
4: Three, two, one, and go. Go. Manchester United, the PSG, 2015, 61 and a half What year? 2015. You've got 60 seconds to answer nine, right?
5: <laughs> oh,
4: okay. Um yeah, okay. Uh, uh pass. <laughs> okay, Borussia Dortmund to Barcelona 2017, 105 million. Pass. Chelsea these are Chelsea to Real Madrid. T- Chelsea to <laughs> yes. Real Madrid 2019, 100 million. Easy.
3: Though. Um what's his name? Uh you know, Could the one the enough. small one um he just retired right uh oh what's his name you know he's small and he's uh yeah pass leicester city to manchester
4: united 2019 80 million pounds harry Maguire.
0: oh Bastard. Bastard. you know what i'll we'll give him that one i'll we'll give him that one he was just, just... i can't
1: believe it He got one right oh. <laughs> yep oh. thank you thank you I'm Absolutely. Here thank, I'm you.
3: thank you thank <laughs> <laughs> you it's, What's it's that kid's name? The small one?
1: Hazard.
3: Hazard. My summer. God. I could yeah, not I could really not, not think summer. of him. I knew that one. I don't care one. about yeah. the borough. And it's Di Maria oh. from Man United PSG as well, isn't it? Yeah. Is it Di Maria? Yeah, it oh, I, I hate yeah. it here. I'm going.
0: I'm muting. That was, uh, I'm muting <laughs> yeah.
4: If only you'd done that At the start of the show We would have been About 30 minutes Further down the line Oh my <laughs> <word>. <laughs> Brutal I love you I love you really You know Just a <laughs> jab to the ribs oh. that, was, oh. yeah, that was That was magnificent.
3: horrible That was full right. on Anger in the play my Play my Outro music I'll be back tomorrow Good night <laughs> <laughs> Right Who's next Go on
4: Go on I'll go to you're gonna go for it. All right, matey. Are you ready, does? Absolutely, the
2: yeah, yeah. Which okay, mountain three? range? <laughs> do
4: it, do it, do it, On which it. set of islands? No, no. Uh, okay, mate. Ready? <laughs> three, two, one, and go. Everton to Manchester United, 2017, eighty million pounds.
1: Everton to Manchester United. I know this one. Uh, Pass after pass. I know that one. Go on. Okay. Benfica to
4: Liverpool. 2022. 70 million pounds. Pass. Okay. Shakhtar Donetsk to Chelsea. 2023. 65 million pounds.
1: God, this is difficult it is once it you
4: get into it isn't it Hey, Mudrick very good excellent correct uh, Napoli to PSG 2013 £60 million oh, God. pass Monaco to PSG 2017 £145 million euros
0: you started, started so you'll finish, oh. finish. yeah um, Mbappé correct
1: Yes, a, a, a well, grand done,
0: total Stevie of
4: th- a grand total of two correct on now. That, that's very good, Steve. Very good. I'm impressed. That is so so, very, good. With, with his, very good. Right with this. Very good. Right with this solitary one. It's double what you got, mate. <laughs> Unfortunately, I can't accept the small one. That's what she said. Moving on. Right, Dave. Dave, you're gonna have to. You're gonna nah. have to join. He in. doesn't want to. He doesn't Come on. want to. N- no. I'll, I'll take Dave's yeah, go will,
2: This wasn't planned This wasn't planned I am your emergency <laughs> doctor He hasn't got the Google over The best things over.
4: in life never are The best things in life never are, Dave Come on, let, come on Play it Play with us, please Come on Join play in Play with I'll us, <laughs> I, I, I will I Play with us, please I will do Play with Steve. us, please dad, play
0: with us, Dad Dad,
4: dad, please Dad, please Luke, Please come through Luke, the ball. when you're doing the podcast later
0: on, mate Can you, uh <laughs> can you <do> <laughs> Come right. on, Dave. Are we ready then? Here we go. Three. It's a cup two. of coffee
2: time. It's a cup of coffee
0: time. Well, I'll help him. I'll help you, him. Yeah. yeah.
4: Does you, do you want to do yeah, it? Well,
0: yeah. and I was going to say I'll. I'll, um, I'll oh, Dave. oh, Daz in the hot seat. On, Look at this. Right, Let's get we go.
1: you we're going to get the answers. It should be Daz Daz. Yeah. We're
0: going to get the Dad answers we're going to get later. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The ones he passed on Ted. Yeah, he doesn't know.
4: I'll I'll (laughs) I'll have to go through them again. Yes. No, no. Of course I do. I've got the ball. Do you know how long this took to put together? By the way. Yeah. You have no idea. Last
0: night.
4: I'm literally like poring over the hundred the hundred most expensive transfers of all time. It it took some work this, this morning. I just, I just. Not just not
2: appreciating. I tell you what, anyway, I tell you what, guys, I tell you what, I really I tell you what I'm really I'm really appreciating here. You know, the memo went out just a few days ago. Let's not get too football specific on this footy breakfast <laughs> show. Think about, those, think about those listeners who are not pure football fans. Yeah, let's do the most expensive transfers in the world. Yeah, Ted.
3: Well, yeah, Ted, pay attention to the memos we send, all right? I'm sick of it's it. It's
4: deadline day. Oh, when is... you. When are you going to get an opportunity like this to, okay. do, to do it?
0: Right, here <laughs> we know, go then. Dissing it fantastic the content like this. Bear in mind, I haven't charged the button, so it might be longer than 60 seconds. Here we go. Okay, go. Whoa. Go. On.
4: Liverpool to Barcelona 2018, 100 million.
0: Uh, Suarez.
4: No, incorrect. Uh, West Ham to Arsenal, 2023, 100, uh, uh, 100 million. Hang on, oh. hang
2: on, hang on, hang on. Don't I take part in this as well? I
4: no, thought yeah, it was yeah. Coutinho. No, not yet. Oh, yeah, well, it was Coutinho, yeah.
0: Well, well, you're well, you're not, Coutinho. You can't do it okay. together. What, what's, what's the next we one? Oh, um, um, uh, <laughs> Rice, Rice.
4: <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Uh, Inter to Chelsea, 2021, 115 million euros.
0: Inter to Chelsea. Wow. Oh, oh, come on. I don't know, pass. Lukaku.
4: Uh,
3: oh. I was going to see it!
4: That would have been yes. Oh, Juventus no, no. to Manchester United, sorry, 2016. Pep. 105 million euros.
3: Come on. See, I know this one. I peaked too early.
0: Oh. You did start, so that sh- sorry, no. no, no, I don't want either, sorry. Paul um, oh, Pogba. Uh,
3: Come on, come on! These ones were easy. Mine were mine were looking at two from 22, to th- you know nineteen ninety six. You know what I mean? What? It's
4: ridiculous, mate. You literally had at Hazard, and you you couldn't even get his name. I, I caught it. The re- morning. Re- referring him to him as the little who one. Who is got the smallest? We got and Coutinho. Does footballer? Oh no, yeah, we did.
0: Uh,
4: oh oh right, we got Rice
0: as well. Oh, it's not, yeah, so we got three. What's everybody whinging at?
4: We got three. No, I'm not. You can't buddy up together. and
0: Coutinho. Well, no, we said uh, you know, radio uncle, radio dad together. It's already mm. fair. We didn't want to leave one of us out. You did we? Since you? you threw it at us last minute,
6: <laughs> <laughs>
2: what? It's literally been we at the WhatsApp supreme warning last night, <laughs> and
3: then you oh, come in with an echo and ruin the show. I've on been deadlines. asleep since last night. No, I know, right? I apologise, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> this is is from him today. I tell you,
1: anything that's not geography, you know. I'm, I'm all for. So, what's we the, need, what's the we, final we, score, sir? Uh, the final scores
4: apparently because you're just making the rules up as you go <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely degenerates. I got two. Uh, yeah, no, you didn't. You got one. Yeah, I got Little man Steve got Wars two. And, little man. and Radio Dad and Radio Uncle
1: got three. But as the yes. rhyme goes, yeah. first the worst, second the best, third the Royal Princess. So well, I'm the winner. Exactly, mate. No, exactly. What? That's, <laughs> <laughs> as immature as that is, I
2: love it. The hell. Where this hell the hell did that come from?
4: The <laughs> six foot plus doorman from Newcastle oh. just come out with that live on radio. Oh,
1: God.
0: <laughs> Oh, Do you want the ones Absolute you didn't get gold. then? Go on, then. One right, done. so,
4: Manchester United to PSG in 2015 was Angel Di Maria. Borussia yep. in Dortmund to Barcelona 2017 was Osman Dembele. Uh, yep. Eden Hazard, obviously we've already discussed that one. That Smallest was man, yeah, year, got that one. You've got Harry Maguire, Leicester City to Manchester United. That was correct. Harry
2: Maguire!
4: Um, it, nine, uh, Leicester, no, sorry, no, hang on, hang on. Everton to Manchester United was Romelu Lukaku. Ah, oh, that was... Uh, a- Benfica to Liverpool was Darwin Nunes uh, yeah. Real Madrid, I've got Madrid to Manchester Likaku, United right You did? Yes, I was like, Yeah, alright These yeah. are my questions <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay yeah, Come on Dan There was another Lukaku one, wasn't there? Uh, Real Madrid to Manchester United was Angel Di Maria uh, You got the Shakhtar Donetsk one, Steve Mudrick, yeah. that was very good um, Napoli to PSG was Edinson Cavani uh, Monaco to PSG was Kylian Mbappe uh, Liverpool to Barcelona was Coutinho uh, West Ham to Arsenal you got that one Declan Rice uh, Inter to Chelsea was also Romelu Lukaku uh, mm, he's Manchester shot. United Paul Pogba uh, and that's as far as we got I had loads more we'll, we'll, we'll have to do that again another time
1: yeah next transfer deadline day roll on August exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> I'm
0: taking that's that one awesome.
1: off <laughs> <laughs> After all that fun Should we have some Sports headlines And then come
4: back And get some uh, Sensible <laughs> stuff done I'm all the pot I'm all the
2: pot well, Can I go for a coffee then
4: No, yeah, yeah, If on. you want Ed, If you want Yes You get me one No 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 No
2: No <laughs> 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 That's what it would be like When
0: I come back won't it? Uh Radio dad We've got it Oh Echo. Yeah, as soon as you go, as soon as you go off for a coffee, that's what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, into the oh, tunnel, tunnel, sense. tunnel. All right, well, well, we'll take a short break. We'll have some uh, sports headlines, and when we come back, we'll have a look at uh, our chat degree that we started last night on social media as well. Uh, we're looking for songs for the northeast footy breakfast uh, jukebox. So northeast footy, uh, we've got, got some, some belters. absolute belters on these uh, on the social media as well. So we'll do that after this. Across the Northeast.
5: The two and the Red. Mackums and Proud. Black Cat's news.
4: Good morning, Sunderland fans. Sunderland have cooled their interest in striker Macaulay Langstaff, joining other clubs like Derby County, Birmingham City, and Middlesbrough in withdrawing from the race for his signature. This provides a boost to Wrexham, Coventry City and Peterborough United who are still interested in signing Langstaff. However, Notts County will be the most relieved as they hope that they, to retain their star striker for their promotion push from League Two. Sunderland, Ipswich and Cardiff appear to be the three clubs leading the race to sign powerful striker Kiefer Moore. However, sources at AFC Bournemouth claim that all three clubs are some way off in terms of agreeing a wage split to facilitate a loan move. Moor is desperate for more first team opportunities after making only 8 Premier League appearances this season and Bournemouth would actually prefer a permanent deal for the 31 year old forward. And finally, as you heard yesterday Sunderland and Borough fans are uniting for a special cause involving a 40 mile walk from the Stadium of Light to the Riverside Stadium starting on Saturday night and ending on Sunday. The aim is to raise funds for borough season ticket holder Chris Wood to receive specialist physiotherapy after suffering a stroke emanating from multiple brain hemorrhages. Uh, the GoFundMe page is now just around about £160 away from its £15,000 target. And what that means is for me, Ted the Macum, is I'm finally going to allow the game on Sunday to be regarded as a derby. To donate, search Chris Beanie. that's B-A-N-E, B E A N E Y, go fund me or visit the CAT or the Red Facebook page for the link. And best of luck to all taking part on the walk. The I go Sunderland headlines.
5: Smoggies and proud. Borough News.
3: Good morning, Barra fans! How are you on this deadline day? Hope you're all fantastic, safe and well. Middlesbrough head into the final day of the transfer window, hoping to sign a striker, but we've been at it all month and haven't been able to find our target as of yet. The club hierarchy are adamant They will not be forced into panic buying today with a viable deal not having presented itself. The Teesiders have made three signings so far this month, bringing in Finizaz on a permanent transfer from Aston Villa, Luke Ayling on a loan deal from Leeds United, and Luke Thomas, who is on a temporary switch from Leicester City. We will, however, lose Morgan Rogers today ahead of the 11pm deadline tonight. The forward having spent has spent yesterday in the Midlands completing his medical and tying up personal terms with Aston Villa. We expect an announcement in the first few hours of the day. One of the transfers boroughs have been linked with today is Oxford United talent Tyler Gooderham, who is attracting late transfer attention in the final two days of the January Ridge window. The 20-year-old creative winger, who is capable of playing as an attacking midfielder, has been in fine form for the U's this season, scoring 8 goals from 35 appearances in all competitions, whilst also notching 4 assists. Time will tell whether Middlesbrough bring in a replacement uh, for Morgan Rogers or a backup to Josh Coben and Emmanuel Arte Leth. We hope for the push-in, the run-in, we could do with another striker, but If the doors close and we're none, the richer, then Morgan Rogers' deal is a great deal. A bit of business this January transfer window for the borough. Up the borough. That's your morning headlines. Magpies and proud. Mags News.
1: Newcastle United star Harvey Barnes is edging closer to a return from injury as in with a chance of making the matchday squad for the visit of Luton Town. The former Leicester City man who joined Newcastle in a 35 pounds summer deal hasn't been seen since limping off in the early stages of an 8-0 win over Sheffield United back in September with a foot injury. Barnes has been back in individual training of late and will be looking to take part in some group sessions before this weekend's Premier League tie. As confirmed by Eddie Howe on Friday, Newcastle have completed the permanent transfer of Manchester City Academy midfielder Alfie Harrison on a long-term deal. The Manchester-born 18-year-old is left-footed and initially joins United's under-18 squad. He's yet to make a senior competitive bow and debuted for his City's under-21s just last month. And following speculation that England would stage one warm-up game ahead of Euro 2024 away from Wembley, St James's Park has now reportedly been selected. The Bosnian FA posted an update via social media to the effect that they will face Gareth Southgate's side in Newcastle on Monday, June the 3rd. Final confirmation of what would be the national team's first game at St James's Park since 2005 is still awaited. And in an effort to promote sustainability by reducing private vehicle journeys, anyone with a ticket for Saturday's home game against Luton Town will travel free on public transport. That's your Newcastle headlines on Thursday the 1st of February.
5: Across the northeast, the head and, the red.
0: and we're back.
4: Woo-hoo! We are indeed. We are indeed. Should we have some chat, to Grizzly? Because I believe we've had some WhatsApps, haven't we?
0: Uh, we have. Um, we've had quite a few messages on the social media as well. Uh, we asked you All complaints. Um, <laughs> yeah, about an echo. I don't know. There's an echo. Um, <laughs> um, uh, we asked you. An some, echo? <laughs> we asked you for some songs for the northeast football uh, jukebox. Uh, we had some examples on there, so uh, things like the way eye of the tiger, um, you ain't seen nothing pet, you ain't seen nothing pet. Are we singing them? Is that, is that what oh, we're doing? We're to sing them. One of my favourites was uh, You're My Brown Ale Girl. Um, <laughs> I thought that was. I
5: <laughs> love it. Um, <laughs>
3: Um, <laughs> <And> also, <laughs>
4: what? You are right. I want to on <laughs> oh, them.
0: <that's so> <laughs> He's easy, please, didn't he? he like- Christ. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and uh, I met him on a Monday and my heart stood still. Quadru, Ron, Ron, Ron. Quadru, Ron, Ron. That's good. That's uh, good. That's good. So um, just a couple off uh, Facebook. Uh, Phil Batch said. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> He's still going <laughs> um, <laughs> Phil Badge said Always look on the riverside of life yes. Yes. oh, Very good I <laughs> uh, like, that, like that. And Dan on Facebook said uh, Tine after tine I <laughs> <laughs> oh, like it oh, I oh, oh, like it uh, So what else you got there Ted
4: I had, well, funnily enough, on the time theme, I would oh, the Tynes, they are a-changing. Very good. Very, very good. Yeah, fair. very good. Um, yep. And what about Killing Within the Name Of?
0: <laughs> wow. I'm sorry. Kids, the Killing Machine, with. all right, right Within okay.
4: the Name Of.
2: Got it, I yeah. got it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Thanks, Dave, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, no so brown Dave, girl, but, you know. Dave, <laughs> Dave's on the pulse.
2: <laughs> brown <girl. laughs> Fat fields oh. of
0: gold.
4: Oh, very good. Yeah, yes. yes, yes. very Excellent. good.
3: Very good. Bit of twisted yep.
4: sister, we are not going to take it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and a bit of Chatter and pliers. Tease me, tease me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you uh, if you've got any more of these, you can WhatsApp us on Audible four three two thousand and two. Any songs for the Northeast football jukebox. Um I've got get your kicks on the A sixty six uh, which yes, I thought was a good one. That's a good one. Just um, uh, like mine. That classic Who from. Who can it now? <laughs> that classic Who from. Who can
3: it now?
0: <laughs> Is he done? Lord. Um, yes, that uh, that classic from uh, Earth, Wind and Fire, Boogie Sunderland. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah.
1: yes. Not bad.
0: Yeah, I like that one.
1: Here, I here comes the Sunderland.
0: Here comes, yes. Very, Lord, good. That, yeah, 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 yeah. very yeah. good. Very
1: good. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Not bad. You're a singer.
1: <laughs> here comes the Sunderland Oh, listen to very it cool. oh, wow. very, nice, very nice,
4: see oh, bringing about, He writes poetry, wow. he cooks, he sings
5: nothing, a bit of everything man.
3: Yeah. Oh, Ryan Reynolds here, mate Triple Threat, my yeah. God
0: <laughs> We've got Dreams Deadpool by, <laughs> yeah, We've got Dreams by Fleetwood Mackams um, Oh, good, yes good one. And, and one of my favourites was uh, goodness, goodness Gracious Kevin Balls of Fire <laughs> Love it. Whoever did Brown, Love our it. girl, uh, send him a sticker, Daz,
3: because yes. that was, oh my god. I got tears in my sticker. eyes. That was. What? Give him no, a red, right, because it's not poster. 1982. Oh, okay. <laughs> we don't have anything to give away. Give him Ted. Send him a sticker. <laughs> no, we have stickers. We
0: have cars. I mean, we, we do have cars. Yes, yeah, exactly. See? It is, it yeah. is yeah. 1982. some party. I've got one. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, sorry, yes. Okay. Good morning, Teesside on your AM radios, <laughs> <laughs> and for That's those listening seat. in
0: medium wave,
4: yes, crank, <laughs> crank the dial. Yeah. <laughs> um, Anywhere, so
0: if you've got any more of those, we'd love to hear from you. O 043 2002. It's the songs in the northeast football jukebox. Uh, can you beat uh, Brown Ale Girl? Um, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure you can. I don't um, think anything no, ever ma. will. No, no. Brad. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> oh, he's another one uh, Sorry, we just had another one in here uh, on uh, on the socials. Uh, All I want for Christmas is tune. Um, it doesn't oh, quite work. As, not uh, bad. Not line. bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, this one. Um, <laughs> um. Ooh, the stadium of light. Oh, nah, yeah, uh, nah,
3: nah, nah, that's horrible. Nah, no, right, I'm <laughs> having that one yeah.
1: sorry
2: about that. <laughs> yes, that, that one, yeah. I'm just going to go and sit nah. in the room <clears> now. <throat> oh, sorry. We could always go <laughs> for the, the stunt Beals stunt and The silence and dogs barking yes, in the background, Dad, I think. Yes. Yeah. yes, Dad. What no. was that, sorry, radio, Dad? That was a good one. Yeah, we could go for the Beals yeah. and help.
3: Yeah, that,
0: yeah, that's, yeah. A that's a good one, yeah.
2: Really that's a good one. Works on a couple
0: of levels there, yep. What about dancing in the clock?
4: Yes. Oh, yes,
0: yes, very good. yes. Yes, the, ballad of, oh, the has, ballad of John and Yoko. Oh, the ballad of John and Yoko.
1: yeah. A good, a good song for Newcastle sun Middlesbrough fans, is What Have I Done to Deserve This by the Pet Shop Boys. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure Ryle will be
4: thinking that on Sunday afternoon. Anyway. Um,
3: <laughs> oh, OK. Moving
4: really? on, lads, moving yes, on. Okay. It's, it's, it's quite apt, this next subject. I know we're, we're rattling on towards the news now. We've got five minutes. Discipline. <laughs> Discipline is needed. It certainly is on this show, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but Eric Ten Hag has stated it's needed on and off the pitch. Why are we seeing so many of these stars still behaving badly despite these hefty uh, contracts that they're on? Back in the day, obviously, we had the likes of Gaza, and I'm sure Steve's seen plenty of the the Newcastle players over the 90s and in the early 2000s who could still get away with it. And you know, I suppose that they weren't on the same money as what they're on now. But why are we still seeing so many people, the, the likes of Rashford, who are off flying off to foreign countries, going nightclubbing, not really giving a, a, a care at all for his for his job, the fans, his his teammates, just basically flouting the rules when they're on absolutely huge money. Why is it happening, lad? Steve, it, it, is there just is it just arrogance?
1: Yeah, I think it's the modern day footballer. Um, you've seen this quite a, a lot at Manchester United in recent years, though. I mean, you know, Cristiano Ronaldo, Pogba. Um, you know, join join the list, Marcus. Marcus Rashford. Um, you know, and and this would never have happened back in back in Alex Ferguson's day. Um, you know, he had his own spies in Manchester who reported back, and anybody who didn't toe the line was, you know, was given the hairdryer treatment and then binned. You know, f- until they learnt a little bit of respect, and that's not really um, what happens nowadays. I think it, I think some of it's down to the fact that. Money um, is is out of control. Footballers' wages are crazy. Um, you know they look down their nose at a, a manager um, because you know they, they get paid. They get paid. You know probably quadruple what a, a manager gets. But I think a lot of the managers who come into clubs as well. You know maybe they haven't won the honours that some of these footballers have, and they just don't. They just don't command respect in the dressing room, and it's it's not good. Like I, I, Rashford really surprises me because mm. he he done so much positive work you know in the community um you know he, he was somebody especially you know prior to lockdown and during lockdown where he was he was doing so much for those you know in, in and around his local community who who you know weren't, weren't well off um you know doing bit with bits and bobs with the food bank you know almost too much criticism about you know the fact that he was doing a lot of stuff outside of football for you know for charities rather than focusing on you know, what he should have been doing, which was playing for Manchester United. But now he just seems to have gone the, the other way. He seems to be, you know, he seems to be not out of control, just not not really towing the party line and upsetting a few of the, a, upset a well, upsetting certainly his manager. But it's, it's, it's a strange situation. I just didn't, out of everybody at Manchester United's team, if you had to pick out a player and say, I could expect him causing trouble or him causing trouble, Marcus Rashford just wouldn't be that player. It's almost like yeah, he's creating a. List. He's creating this bad boy image, which just doesn't yeah. really doesn't really befit him, you know. And again, and again, I mean, we only see what's reported in the media. We only see what's in the in the newspapers and on on, on TV. Um, you know, there's two sides to the story. Um, but you know, let's face it as well. This isn't the first player that has, has had a run in with Ten Hag in the last 12 months. Um, there's mm-hmm. been a there's been a succession of them. So is is it is it his? Lack of man management. Is this a bit of a power play? You know, for when you know, I guess Ineos take further control of the playing side of things, they get their feet under the table, and you know, it comes down to you know who's gonna who's gonna be managing Manchester United next season. Is this is this somebody stepping up in the dressing room and, and trying to you know almost trying to highlight? Look, we still don't believe in this man. You've got to get rid of him. could be anything. Could be anything. Footballers and, and football works in, in in mysterious ways. So yeah, it's a strange one, mate.
4: It is. right. question for you, mate. I mean, Steve's alluded to it there. This wouldn't have happened in the good old days, the likes of Ferguson. Be- because of the money and the power that footballers have now, have we s- have we finally seen an end to managers being able to give the hairdryer treatment and being able to discipline players that they used to be able to?
3: I think it's, it goes more than that we're into the social media aspect. It's just that we're, we're seeing it more as pundits now. That they have to address it. I dare say this would have happened back in Fergie's day, Arsene Wenger's day, and stuff like that. You can't tell me that they would have had you know footballers back in that in that era that weren't pushing the boundaries of what their coach said, staying out too late, getting on, having a few beers, and that probably more so. It's just that there was there was no social media. No one had a camera on them at all times to capture Marcus Ratchford in, in a in a bar. You know what I mean? They didn't have option to, to go up to Roy Keane and go, mate, aren't you meant to be playing tomorrow? Do you know what I mean? Cause you just, you'd probably knock you out sort of thing. So it, it's, it's, it, it, for me, it's, it's just, the, obviously it's the mainstream media capturing what the players do and having an interest in their personal life, much like Lascelles, you know, at the start of the season, remember that Steve, we were talking about that and, and how, you know, yeah. everyone just captured it sort of thing. And then it had it has to be addressed because it's been brought up sort of thing. So, it, 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 that that for me, it, you know, goes a long way. I completely agree. I think you probably had more respect in your managers back in the day. You you you, you know you wouldn't have you know towed the line with Sir Alex Ferguson. You know you wouldn't have towed a lot, you know towed the line with with us Wenger. And, and it, it came down to that discipline sort of military style esque uh, thing. You know you wouldn't want to be late because you don't want to get the lashes sort of thing. And and that seems to have gone. And maybe that's the modern day footballer. But I think for me the the biggest the biggest uh, critical the thing that affects football in this current day and age, and, and managers alike, is social media. Social media has a lot to say uh, in what happens, because without social media, we didn't see Rashford in a bar, we didn't see that he was out late, it would have been dealt with alternately, and no one knows that any the wiser. Uh,
2: well, can I'm I ask you a question right, of I'll all think. of you? Do you think if hmm? Alex Ferguson was still managing Manchester United, they'd have the same problems?
1: No, definitely has not. Has society no, changed no, to the point no. where Sir Alex...
2: Even would have been suffering from this, or he would have he still kept he, control of it all?
1: He got out at the right time, Dave. He got out at the right time. Yeah. He saw. He probably saw this coming, um, and and could see that. You know, I think it was Sir Bobby Robson who made the the infamous comment. Uh, you know, many years ago about the change of motor cars in the in the in the. A car park at uh, at the training ground, and he realised that things were changing. Then, when he was pulling up in his old, you know, his old motor, and there was all these sports cars and that pulling up alongside his car, and, the ch- and he just said, "Football's changing now," and he he, yeah. he, he he saw that. So I think it was exactly the same with with uh, Sir Alex Ferguson as well. I think he he preempted what was coming and decided to get out at the top, and and you know, probably the right move for him. You know, hundred uh, percent. Ferguson uh, can was I, can the I tell you a quick Bobby
2: he was, yeah, he was. Can I tell you a quick Bobby, uh, Sir Bobby story, Steve, mm. about how frustrated he was with modern-day footballers? Go on. So I was, um, I was working for Sky still at the time, and it was a big. F- I can't remember what it was. I thought it was a European night, but probably not if it was Sir Bobby. But um, there was a there was a big football night at St James's, and I was downstairs immediately after the game, waiting for the camera to set up to do a, a live Sky interview with Sir Bobby in the TV area, the little TV rooms that were, were curtained off. And he's just standing there waiting for the camera to set up so he starts we're just shooting the breeze about the game and he and he and he he goes quiet and he drops his head and he starts shaking his head i went what's wrong bobby and he went i just can't understand him i just can't understand him i said what he went duncan he's obviously talking about duncan ferguson he was on the bench that night and he said i just can't understand the lad he's a modern day professional footballer and, you know, I said to him 20 minutes before the end, Duncan, I want you to go out there now get warmed up, you're going on, I just want you to make a complete nuisance of yourself and he turned around, he looked at me and he said oh, do I have to, boss? he said, I can't understand these modern day
0: footballers he'd rather fly pigeons than play football
1: yeah, mental <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely.
0: And on that note we are slightly late for the news, but uh it was worth it. Uh this is the Northeast <laughs> Footy Brekkie and we'll be back with more Northeast Footy chat right after this
5: From Yarm to Yippy, Harrington to Horsley Hill, Sworwell to Silverlink, the Northeast Footy Breakfast with Roy, Steve and Ted.
6: Right across the Northeast,
5: the Red
4: Do you know what's big? Do you know what's really worrying about this now? What? We're £190 away from me having to admit this game on Sunday <laughs> as a derby. Oh, yeah. Brilliant. It's happening. It, it is happening. happening. I keep on yeah. refreshing the screen, and honestly, I, I'm getting stressed yeah. about it. I know it's, no, it's, I know yeah. it's happening.
3: Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's 100% it's, happening. It's definitely yeah. happening, but
4: I'm but not going to give up. What's going to be worse it, is then up. the
3: Borough win as well. Do you know what I mean? So you've, now you're calling That's it a derby and happen. then the Borough win. Do you know what I mean? It's crazy. Do you know what? Joe,
4: I'll come on to this. I'll come on to this, but i've got a theory of why you always seem to fare better in this game than what we do and i think it is because middlesbrough do treat it as more of a derby than what we, we do. do
3: that's exactly right and, and I saw m- maybe Coburn in that maybe,
4: maybe there's a change coming and an ill wind blows as they say but anyway
3: right <laughs>
4: yes. over to you I d- sir i believe
3: yes thank you so much yeah guys it, uh, we obviously had technical issues at the start of the show. Uh, but today is actually a special day uh, in 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 terms of, of, of for me and uh, my history and my military uh, service. So obviously went to Afghanistan a couple of times in my military service, uh, and today is uh, it's, uh, sorry, it's, good, it's a tough. It's it's about four, it's fourteen years to the day that we lost uh, one of our good lads, uh, Daz. Uh, and it's not Daz in the studio. Obviously, his name was Darren. Uh, it was him and his um, his sniffer dog who was. Uh, he was out the front uh and they were there his role um it was to to, to uh clear the um you know the the ids off the road and stuff like that and unfortunately uh yeah one took him and that was yeah one that i'll um it stays close with me and it's uh, i can, you can hear it. It, it you know so it, it's one that um i want to dedicate today's made. show to 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 him today um and, and, um, yeah, yeah, it's, um, we're with you. It's something in my history, you know, obviously yeah. 12 years service and, uh, why, you know, I've got a lot of injuries and stuff like that, but I'm still here, you know, i still got a loving family around me and, uh, it does, doesn't. So, shout out to you, mate, and shout out to your family and loved ones. And, um, yeah, I, I, it's not much, mate, but this this show today for you and, and for everything, um, that you taught me and, and did for us. And, um,
0: yeah, love you, bud. Absolutely, right Thank you. Yeah,
4: absolutely. Talk to this family. Uh, I'm, I'm sure he would have been ripping into you as well for the uh, for the absolute diabolical scenes that you caused at the front of the show over uh, yeah. there with, uh, with the reverb and everything
3: else. Yeah, I was probably doing an echo on no, the radio as well. No you're right.
4: There's no banter like soldiers banter, mate. I'm on, on, on the old myself. walkie-talkies. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, you yes. probably would have. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm sure he would have been absolutely griefing you and probably having a good snigger at you while he's up there, now. Absolutely, mate. Absolutely. But uh, yeah, we've got, we've got, a, we, you've got a. Guest come on, haven't you?
3: I certainly wow. do. Borough fans, you're gonna love this one. We got Craig Johns from the uh from the absolute whirlwind uh, of Deadline Day coming in to talk everything borough with you guys in the next five minutes or so. Good friend of uh the show, good friend of mine as well. Uh the borough uh amazing reporter will be in the wind talking to us or everything borough and what we can expect for the final day. Obviously, Morgan Rogers leaving, but will there be any incomings? We'll get Craig Johns' thoughts at about quarter past eight this morning.
4: Fantastic. Well, like we mentioned, it is deadline day, and, and it's a, it's a recurring theme today. Can you believe it's 13 years since Luis Suarez signed for Liverpool? Isn't I would crazy. say one of one of the best uh, January deadline day signings there's ever been. I, I, I yep. can't think of many better. However, I've done a little bit of work, lads, and and, and had a look at some of the uh, the deadline day signings from from January ones. This is now. If you have any better suggestions than this, please do let me know. But how's about this one, right? And he's still playing for Everton now. In 2009, signed for sixty thousand pounds from Sligo Rovers. Seamus Coleman went to Everton.
5: Ooh. Sixty
3: grand. Whoa! Jeez, that's not bad. That's I mean, not bad. That
4: is, what an incredible return on investment. Good bit of business, is. that. Yeah. It's, yeah, well, he's wrong. made over 400 appearances. It's basically cost Everton about £146 per appearance <laughs> and a £1,000 wow. per goal or assist, which I think is just Whoa. incredible value for money yeah. in today's terms. And he's still yeah, doing wrong. it. He's yeah. still playing. I mean, that, yeah. that is b- absolute bargain, that one. There's some other ones that not so much, <laughs> it's, it's got to be said. I mean, uh, <laughs> where do we have? Obama Young went from Borussia Dortmund to Arsenal. Yeah. He was all right for Arsenal. I don't think he tore up trees and and I mean that was a bit of a costly one as well Like that was £56 million that one so not the cheapest Mm. Uh, Philip get this Philip Coutinho Inter to Liverpool this was also a a January deadline day signing £8.5 million wow Wow. I mean you couldn't buy a championship player for that now you're talking about Jack Clark being worth £16 million plus yeah, yeah, that's, that's incredible, incredible that. like Coutinho. Well, what a career he went on to go and have as well. Uh, and yeah. also we have
3: Steve. The one I always remember is John Stones, Barnsley to Everton. I think it was 2013. They paid about they, they paid about I think it was like 2.5 mil or three mil for yeah. John Stones back in the day. That was to Everton, and obviously John Stones now at Man City. But and what they turned that into. But my goodness me, John Stones, Barnsley to Everton. Uh, you know. Well, McGuire's worth 80
4: million, John Stones yeah. is worth 90. Yeah? Yeah, exactly, it's, it's yeah. Crazy, incredible body, defender,
3: that. Steve, yeah.
4: probably, probably your most famous one, mate Andy Cole. Newcastle to Man United, seven million pounds. I mean, that, that absolutely mm.
1: shook the Northeast. That one, didn't it? Oh, did. Ke- Keegan on the steps. Yeah, we've had we've had a couple of yes. couple of couple of strikers go. I mean, Andy Cole was one. I mean, we got Keith Gillespie in return, um, which you know didn't didn't turn out too bad for us. He uh, was a no. you know part of the entertainers. Obviously, you know, was the man who supplied the. You know, the ammunition for Tino to get the hat trick against Barcelona in the Champions League. Um, The other one, which was a bit closer to home for me, somebody who I knew quite well was Andy Carroll. Um, Of course, went for 35 million on transfer deadline day, didn't know a thing about it. I ended up in the midst of all that controversy as well. He texted me on the day to say, you know, I genuinely didn't know anything about it. It wasn't until his agent, Mark Curtis, rang him at half past nine in the morning on transfer deadline day to say, Liverpool want to buy and the club have accepted it. And, you know, he didn't want to leave. He was in tears at the training ground sitting with Steve Harper having his breakfast didn't want to leave Um, obviously you know uh, it was just too good an opportunity to turn down especially for the agent who you know was probably on 10% of a £35 million fee got a nice house out there I'm sure You you know, I mean, it's not bad, not bad work, is it? Three and a half million pound for you know for facilitating the move. But look, it it didn't turn out great for for Andy. Obviously, got a lot of injuries at at Liverpool. Mm. Didn't didn't realise his potential. Uh, But I mean, look, it set him up for life. Um, You know, from his perspective, it was disappointing for us. We were a selling club at that time, Um, and you know, just 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 a sad one to lose. But yeah. I think you know strikers are the ones that move. You, you picked out Suarez, which you know is a great example. I mean, he came from Ajax Same, to the same
4: deal, same deadline day deal as as Andy Carroll. Exactly, Suarez yeah. went for for twenty three million. Carroll went for thirty
1: five. Yeah, wow, ex- exactly. Yeah, but I mean, I, I remember Wayne Rooney. I remember the, all the talk about yeah, Wayne Rooney a as big well. One. Yeah, yeah. Um, he went from uh, Everton, didn't he, to Manchester United, and I mean, the rest history broke all the records. That, that very you know, close they, to joining they, Newcastle, though. I think that was I think that was Probably a little bit of um, You know a, a little bit of How can we put it, it Just a, announcing him That he was on the market I think, he was, I think his agents Were His agents were the same Skullduggery uh, you know. Well, I'm not going to say that in case we get wrong, but it was it was no, a rela- no, I think we'll say relation, <laughs> relation, relation to you know there was there was relations involved in all of that kind of thing. I think I think Newcastle United's bid for it, I don't think it was genuine. Put it that way. Um, I think the, the the I think Rooney's agents had a closer affinity a closer affinity to Newcastle, and I think it was it was just the, it was the lighting of the blue touch paper to facilitate the deal eventually. You know, and I don't think Newcastle ever had a, a Cat and Hell's chance of signing him. A Manchester United was always the aim. But he, you know, he went on to do really well there, uh, broke all the records and, and and did really well. And it's strikers that people need. Goals win games, and you know that's that's ultimately it. People need people need strikers. Newcastle have got two, but they're you know they're, they're taking turns being injured. Big big worry, big worry has been for me that we lose a striker in this window. You know, Callum Wilson was linked quite early on in the transfer window to moves, and I just hope, mm. I hope that dies down. I hope we don't see an uh, an unwelcome surprise develop in the transfer window over the next. You know, over the next few hours, um, you know, I'll 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 be quite happy if Newcastle just sit and do nothing, and you know, there's no ins and outs on the last yeah. day. But you just never say never.
4: I, th- I think once you get the players back, you are kind of sitting okay, really, don't you? The one that surprises me, though, Steve, is like, is the uh, no disrespect to Callum Wilson, but the clubs he's actually being linked with. Are you surprised by it? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean he's been linked with Arsenal, he's been linked with Chelsea, AC Milan, but I mean, he's a goal scorer, and and these teams are going into the second half of the season and will be looking at their league positions and saying what do we need. Well, you know we need we need a striker, um, and and yeah. and you know, despite his injury record, you know his goals to games ratio is is superb. It's second second to none really at, at, at this moment. He's he's the best, you know, he, he's the best for goals to games ratio in the last twelve calendar months, um, which yeah, you know surprise. Here, but he's, you know, 50 goals and 100 games for Newcastle tells you all you need to know. But it's the injury list. That's the. It's the injuries that he's got. You know, the list of injuries he's had over the course of the last couple of years is, you know, it, 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 it's head scratching, but it's frustrating as well. He would have had a lot more goals and a lot more games, I'm sure. But yeah, I, I am surprised at the clubs he's been linked with. But um, hopefully that, you know, hopefully that's all put to bed and we have a quiet day. Hopefully Keith downey has got nothing to do with St James's Park today, and uh, all the focus is on other areas and other clubs. Well, he certainly won't be reporting on Sunderland because right, he never does. But anyway, that's that's, that's just a personal
4: <laughs> vendetta that I've got. One club that may be looking to spend a bit of the cash, obviously because Woo! of Morgan Rogers moving on, will be Middlesbrough. And uh, who else better to tell us about what, uh, what the rumours are and, and who's at the training ground than Craig Johns? Craig, I believe you are on the line.
6: Morning, gents. How are we doing? Morning, Craig. Morning, Mate. I'm going to hand over to Rye
4: because I'm not interested what Borough do.
3: (laughs) 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 Morning, legend. How are you, mate? I hope you're well. In for a big day. You obviously started the blog early. Uh, Big day for the Borough. Obviously, we think that Morgan Rogers will be done today. Are you expecting any other news? Anything in the pipeline?
6: So, yeah, Borough... You know, still want to bring in another striker. Ideally, the field obviously Morgan Rogers is more of a kind of forward who plays behind the striker. But uh, the field haven't signed Finnasaz as earlier in the month that they're well enough stocked in that position. And ideally, they'd like a striker because um, both Josh Coburn and Latyiraf have have kind of had injury troubles throughout the season, haven't they? And they've got five goals each, so haven't exactly been prolific. So, in mm. an ideal world, they the would like a striker, but. I think every man and his dog wants a striker, do there, there And Burrow have wanted one all month. So whether or not one drops for them today remains to be seen.
3: There has been links this morning that we're seeing young Oxford ace Tyler Goodrum. I believe that's how he's pronounced. 20-year-old down at Oxford uh, has been linked, obviously, with us, but not only us, with Bristol City, Hull and Coventry. Is there any truth in that, do you think, Johnsy?
6: Yeah, it's an interesting one. I haven't had a chance to uh, to actually check it out yet. I saw it last night. Uh, but yeah. It's it's an interesting one because I was told as I say that striker was very much the priority and the fail well stocked in the in the forward positions. Obviously there this, this kid from Oxford's a winger. But um he is only twenty year old, which could be a case of Burrow looking at him and thinking, Well, we've got this bit of extra money from Morgan Rogers seal. Uh, why not bring in a young player like that? Who yeah. you know we can give a bit of time to develop. It would make sense from that point of view, and also, you know, presuming they are still hoping to get that striker in, they only have one slot left in the twenty-five man um, team that you register with the EFL. So, yep. of course, any other signings on top of that would have to be an under twenty-one player who who wouldn't have to be registered. So, and um, part of it does make sense. I'm always. Cautious, with, particularly with links like that, where there's more than one team mentioned, it, it, it stinks of an agent trying to get the client's name out there. And your know, Middlesbrough at the minute would be an obvious one to link with because they're selling Rogers, so the you know, the, the people would assume that they'd want someone in that position to replace him. So I'm always cautious with things like that,
3: yeah. Obviously, just Rogers just, just, leaving just... now as well. Uh, sorry, Teddy t- t- boy, uh, no, got... The the Rogers leaving. Uh, it was rumored at the start of this window that Alex Gilbert would probably feature or likely to go out on loan. Obviously, get some game time. He hasn't featured as much as probably planned under Carrick. Do you think Rogers leaving kind of stops Alex Gilbert going out on loan today?
6: Yeah, I was I was considering exactly that myself because as we see it, um, you know, Middlesbrough feel like they're well stocked in the forward positions because the same thing as I think in a you know in a in, a, in an ideal squad of of kind of Middlesbrough size um you'd want kind of two positions for two players for every position. Uh, yeah. and obviously Middlesbrough's forwards are quite flexible as well. They also have the likes of Aidan Hackney who successfully stepped up and played in more forward roles. Yeah. Um so there's there's still you know, capability that will allow Alex Gilbert to go. But of course, at the moment in particular, the, they've got Isaiah Jones' injury, which we're still a bit uncertain about in terms of how long he'll be out for. Riley McGree and Sammy Silvera are still out at the Asian Cup. They've got in um, the quarterfinal yeah. tomorrow. So it's probably going to be another three weeks before they're back. And, you know, I yeah. appreciate that. When they are back, it might then become tough again for Alex Gilbert to get game time. But yeah, it, yep. it wouldn't surprise me if now the decision is made to just keep him. Uh, because he, even if it's just for the bench, I think where Rodgers going, there's potential there for him to get a little bit more game time in the second half of the season. Okay.
3: Sorry, yeah, Teddy, I, I, boy, a, I cut you off I
4: earlier. Did. No, 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 it's all right. It's, it's absolutely fine. Uh, just looking at um, it, it's some of the some of the rumours that are going around, obviously Sunderland have been heavily linked with a, with a move for Kiefer Moe. But obviously, the, the thing is with that one, it's born with either want a lot of the wages paying or they want a permanent deal. Now, with that cash injection that's coming from Rogers, do you think there's any chance that, that Middlesbrough actually might... Go for a little bit experience. He's thirty-one. He he would suit the club absolutely as a as a target man. Do you think there's any any chance that
6: they might go for broke and actually go for a permanent deal for Kiefer Moore? So I was I was actually told earlier in the window that he was one of the people Middlesbrough asked about. Um, <clears> obviously as I say they've 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 wanted a striker all, all window. If that's been no secret, but uh, as you say that what what we were told was that uh, Bournemouth did want. Um, you know, his wages paid in full or a good permanent thing. I think that's been, you know, kind of a, a theme for Middlesbrough this whole window. I don't think the difficulties have so much been that they haven't had the money there to spend and they've been waiting for a big seal like Rogers. It's been yeah. e- either that the players that they want have been unavailable or they haven't found value for money in, in the players that they've been asking for. So, on, on the wage that Kiefer Mill was on, I don't think Burr You know, feel that is a good value deal and and worth it in terms of, you know, bringing somebody in like that ultimately only for six months. It's no guarantee for promotion, it's a big uh, financial outlier for the club. And it also potentially stifles you know josh corburn's development by limiting his game time so i'd be very surprised it 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 could be one but middlesbrough feel like a club now who have moved away from those kind of panicky short-term decisions when when it makes sense absolutely they will go for short-term deals you know the proof with that with luke thomas and luke ehlin they've they've got two full backs there who were injured for the season they wanted a bit of experience in the defence, and so they brought Luke Yelling in and loan and you know needed a bit of uh, something different on the left hand side to challenge Luke Engels, so they brought Luke Thomas. So when it makes sense, they are open, uh, you know, kind of moving away, if you like, from the ideal plan, the ideal um, direction that they like to go in. But I, I, yeah. I feel Rogers, do, um, sorry, Moore, doesn't make sense in terms of what it would mean for other players in the squad too.
3: Can I just ask you, uh, Craig, obviously with Morgan Rogers leaving uh, and obviously the fee, you know, we think it's obviously around that 8 to 10 mil with raising up to 16 mil. I've tried to be like not disrespectful to Morgan, but I feel like he hasn't set... Middlesbrough are light this season. Obviously, he's been fantastic in the Carabao Cup, albeit you know lower league opposition. Uh, it, on certain games, yes, he's had that spark, but he's often he's sometimes gone missing for me as well, in my opinion. Um, and obviously, we you know we look at last season when we had Giles Archer, uh, Ramsey, even, and I thought you know those you know all those three lads were, you know warranted Premier League moves and stuff like that. But it was it came as a bit of a shock to me that Aston Villa were going for him. Has it been a shock to you at all? Have you seen, you know, have you seen enough in Rodgers to think that he's gonna walk into Aston Villa and, and have you know and start most games?
6: No, I completely agree. It came as a, a really big shock to me. I think, particularly when you you look and you see, you know, for example, Aston Villa sold um, Philogene to Hull, didn't there, in the summer for I think yeah. five million. And based on what we've seen so far, I don't see at all that that Philogene is, you know, certainly not worse than Morgan Rogers. And yet they're going to pay a double up front only just to uh, to get Rogers now. And um, no, I kind of agree with you. I think. In the last month or so he's he's really improved. He's he's the, the, the growth has been quite rapid under Michael Carrick yeah. and uh he has looked like a player in the last month or so who's really confident, uh, in full floor and looked like a player until the Aston Villa links came about who could play a crucial role in, in Middlesbrough's um, you know, kind of battle for the playoffs in the second half of the season. But, you know, I think you go back to i I've, I've done a story this morning kind of you know, recounting his tale and his his time at Middlesbrough, and you know, albeit brief, you only go back to the start of December, and he, he wasn't a guaranteed starter in Middlesbrough's team. No. Um, and and you know, so it's it, it is a surprise that Aston Villa are going have gone so so big on getting him. And obviously, you know, Premier League clubs will sign potential as well, and Villa will hope the signing a. 15 fifteen, sixteen million pound player now, to turn yeah. him into a twenty-five to thirty million player in in the next few years. Yeah, but, of course. You yeah. Know, when, when you consider that Middlesbrough paid just one point, I think it's around yeah. about one point two million they paid for him six uh, months ago. It's, it's an unbelievable business, deal for Middlesbrough. Yeah. It's, uh, got the, yeah, got I mean, a small
4: game coming up on Sunday, Craig. <laughs> um just, just 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 a small one. I'm, I'm gonna well, I'm gonna have to end up calling it a derby by the end of today <laughs> if, if this charity thing actually comes to fruition and we we'll hit the fifteen grand. So yeah, it's uh, obviously it's coming. I wanted to ask you a question, because obviously you know you're very knowledgeable about the club. You you, you, you write really well about Berra. I actually enjoy reading your stuff. I don't like listening to what oh, Rye has to say about Berra. It just turns into <laughs> a bit of a then and then and then and you know what I mean. You know, there's some craft with what you do. No, he Greek. doesn't know what you mean. Um, <laughs> but obviously, we've got quite a number of players that, that have played for both sides. We've got the likes of uh You've got the likes of Arker, Obviously, Greenwood now as well. Um, who's yep. been your pick out of those players, in your opinion, that's played for both Sunderland and Middlesbrough?
5: Ooh,
6: obviously,
4: to Ledbetter to that as well.
6: Yeah, well, that was the one who immediately came to my mind. I think, obviously, a, an Academy graduate at Sunderland and, uh, you know, two spells at the club came back to end his career there. So, you know, obviously, well-favoured at, at Sunderland. But, uh, and then, obviously, you know, the things he did at Middlesbrough as captain, leading them to promotion. I think, you know, the type of player room Middlesbrough probably in the midfield now, that, uh, yeah. you know, and the dressing room as well. I mean, he's, he's ironically in Middlesbrough's dressing room still um, as a coach these days. But um, yeah, he was he was a brilliant player for both clubs. So, you know, immediately spring to my mind. Bearing in mind, I was only born in 1991, so apologies if there's anyone obvious <laughs> uh, pre 1991. But yeah, Grant Ledbetter. Grant Ledbetter immediately springs to my mind. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely.
3: What are your feelings we're about up. going into the derby on the weekend, Craig? You think uh, Middlesbrough up for it? Obviously, we're coming off that bad. Six-one loss uh, to Chelsea. We've had now a week or almost two weeks off uh, to recuperate. Obviously, it's going to be a completely different looking squad with all those that were cup tied and not able to face Chelsea. Yeah. Uh, Finn is as Luke Ailing back in. Uh, is there reasons for Borough fans to be confident going into the into the into the second derby?
6: Yeah, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Are, uh having a bit of a wobble. I know they got a, a good result, didn't they, against Stuart last time out? And yeah, I'm. I'm 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 conflicted in my own mind in terms of whether Burroughs they're gonna have had eleven days off by the time Sunday rolls yeah. around. I'm conflicted whether that's a, a good thing or a bad thing. I think in the circumstances for Burrow it was probably good after, you know, what, what happened at Stamford Bridge yeah. to kind of have that, that, you know, break and, you know, kind of refresh and and, and you know, switch minds back onto the championship after after that night, which was in the end a bit of a grueling one for them. Uh, but I've, there's also that part of me in my head which, will, which is, you know, because they've been in action, someone will just be that little bit shorter and, you know, it, 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 particularly under Carrick Middlesbrough have had a bad habit of kind of coming back from international breaks and and not quite being able to look as sharp as they have before international breaks and all that kind of thing um, concerns me a bit. Obviously, you know, what happens today could be a, a, a big thing, more in terms of, you know, I have seen... Alex Pritchard's obviously looking like he's going to leave Sunderland and there's been yeah. murmurs of Jack Clark. I mean, I think Sunderland seem like the this isn't me not speaking as an expert just that's a, that's you know looking from the outside one, in but I mean, yeah y- yeah it's it looks like they're standing firm and not wanting to sell but obviously if if they did sell Jack Clark and then you've got Patrick Roberts obviously missing that would be a huge blow to Sunderland but Ooh, um yeah. Uh, obviously, Jack Clark, if he was to be played, is a is a game changer. Somebody who can do magic things with you if you give him the chance. So um, I, I certainly expect it to be a lot more, you know, like closer, a lot tighter, and a lot more cagey than than the reverse fixture this season ended up being. But, but hopefully, that um, what I assume will be a sellout. Riverside Crow can be a, a 12th man yeah. for Borough, and they can get themselves over the line, even if it is a bit scrappy.
1: And Craig, yeah, it's, no, uh, it's tumbleweed at it's St James's part of the day, I hope. Uh, no ins and outs <laughs> at Newcastle. Uh, Keith Downey will probably grow a long grey beard standing there. Uh, but it's it's yeah. it, it doesn't seem like there's going to be much action at St James's part of the day.
6: No that's that seems to be the case and And I think that's you know one of the big issues we talked about middlesbrough and the fact that wanted a striker this month and you know so many clubs as it it feels like it's been such a dead January transfer window. It came to light a little life a little bit in the last couple of days. but in comparison to previous years, it feels you know rather flat this month, and I think, you know we've seen the charges that were were put to Everton and Nottingham Forest from the Premier League and I think that's probably scared a lot of Premier League clubs a bit in terms of um, you know complying with the profit and sustainability rules uh, on top of that, there is a, a massive increase across the board on injuries as well. I was speaking to a, an injury expert earlier this week, and he was seeing 17 to 19 percent increase on injuries this wow. season. So I think, yeah, I think a lot of Premier League clubs are reluctant uh, to let players who, you know, in January they might usually kind of make available and they might filter down into the Championship to to get more game time. I don't think that's happening as much this season because um, the Premier League. Clubs either need the players in the squad because of injuries, or you know can't bring other people in at this moment to replace them. So those players are not filtering down. The likes of Kieffer Moore, you have to, you know, reward Bournemouth substantially to, to allow him to, to leave. Essentially, and Championship clubs at the minute obviously can't really afford to do that themselves. Um, so yeah, so I think it, it has. It felt a bit. it's felt a bit of a flat January window. It's all a together game, I think is all around. This?
4: I think certainly with, with Bournemouth, it's a bit of a poker game because Bournemouth at some point are going to have to kind of address their own financial fair play and the kind of holding on and holding on to see who's going to offer the most in terms of wages for Kiefer Moore. It might be one of those cases where this transfer deadline day might not come alive till about 10 o'clock tonight.
6: Yeah, it, it really could be like that. Um, let's see, I think because of, of financial fair play, I think your Premier League clubs are ultimately wanting something more than what they might usually get. and um, you know, like in in, in you know, a previous years, Bournemouth might have looked and thought, well, we're not really using Kiefer Moore. Even if a championship club will give us half of his wages, that's half of his wages. We don't have to pay Whereas at the moment, you know, as you see at Bournemouth's financial fair play situation, they're holding out for more and they're probably needing more and they're probably looking and thinking, Well, if we don't get that we might as well, rather than pay just 50% of his wages, keep him here just on the off chance that we do end up needing him.
3: Yeah,
4: absolutely. Absolutely.
3: Well, absolutely love Thank you so much for coming on, Craig. I really appreciate it. It's going to be a busy day uh, No problem. For you ahead. Oh, it was a pleasure. Obviously, got the live blog going as well, but uh, obviously well, keen eye on what's happening in Cummings and outside of uh, Borough. But we expect, obviously, Morgan Rogers out. But the big question is, will we find our striker? Or will we find someone else? Craig, I'm sure you'll be all over it, and I appreciate you coming on, as always, mate. Thank you so much, and uh, look forward to chatting to you again soon.
6: Pleasure, lads. Nice to speak to you.
1: Cheers, great. Have a good
6: one.
0: Cheers.
1: And if you can just send the guy who's cutting the grass behind him uh, over to my I'd really appreciate it. <laughs> I think that's me. I actually think
3: that's me. <laughs> Stop cutting your grass during the radio show, Ted. I swear. Honestly, I've told you three times.
1: I've got some I've songs thought, anyway, was- lads. I've got some songs oh. uh, So I, okay. I oh. did start off I is. did start off With altogether how But I've been thinking about them oh, So right. here we go uh, Here's a, here's the jam classic A town called Middlesbrough Ooh yeah <laughs> oh. <laughs> sex, sex Pistols lads And uh, don't worry radio dads to, Out yeah. there Don't mm. worry uh, I don't want a holiday In the Sundland. Yes. Oh,
3: yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes Not bad Not bad
1: Okay, you can get that on the album Never mind the borough <laughs> <laughs> and following in the Bob Dylan, following in the Bob Dylan uh, footsteps of uh, Ted, uh, and this is a Northern League tribute. Knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door. Oh, very good. Oh, love, yes. it. love it. Well I well did have a bit of a
4: Stranglers classic for you. I had walking in the bridges, looking at the peaches. I like it. The, the bridges shopping centre there. And the Michael Bublé classic. And I'm feeling good.
0: <laughs> oh, 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 yes. <laughs> well done. I, yeah. I, I you know what? Now there's people t- tuned in going, what? What on earth? What, what here? is going on? <laughs> uh, someone changed their medication this morning. Um, uh, we've been asking for you for songs for the northeast football jukebox, uh, and we've you know, we've had so many of these. And thank you so much for all your entries on. The WhatsApp uh, on Facebook as well. Um, uh, we, you know, we we loved Brown Ale Girl, which was great. The Way I of the Tiger. Uh, Julie in uh, uh, on Facebook has said, "Oh um, uh, con, oh con," <laughs> with it's a bit of an obscure borough like reference it. there. Yeah, very good. Very um, good. Very good. Um, and uh, Caroline, who does the early breakfast on the red, has, has gone with uh, "Call Me Macum." And uh, the Carly Rae Jebson song. Uh, I like it. <laughs> and also dancing in the smog as well. Uh, Tom on yes. Facebook, uh, The Mighty Quinn. You like oh, yes. Very, good. But mighty. Very good. Uh, Very good well Always The Sorenson. What a, what a, uh, uh, yes. I like it. Yes. We fade to Michael Gray. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> love it. Uh, wow, these are good. Isaiah in the stream. Um, uh, you noticed I've stopped singing these now. Um, <laughs> Ice Islands in the stream. Yeah, I love it. that's that. good, isn't it? Um, Super Cooper. Oh yes, Colin Cooper. Yes, yeah, very good. Well, done. Uh, well done. And uh, one up to date here. Part time Glover. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which I think is a good one. That I'd, one.
4: I did have a Beatles classic for you as well, by the way. Yeah? Pennywell Lane oh. is in oh, my. Oh, very good, ears yes. In my yes, well um,
0: done. Oh, Dan, uh, Dan on Facebook good... also went with uh, the uh, Smiths classic, uh, Johnny. How soon is now? Uh, oh, <laughs> very good. That's clever. Well that yeah, was clever. played. So played that well one. played. Um, and what else we got here? Oh, we've, we've had so many. These are. Uh, uh, she wore an itty bitsy teeny Cheryl Cole Fernandez Vassini. <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> thank you very much for that one Steve and Steve who wow. sent that one in Um I don't we know.
4: need to change our medication yes yeah
0: um <laughs> um uh Highway to the Danger Zone uh was one oh, that's been sending wow. um yeah like that one uh and obviously the Lady Gaga favourite Rocker Face <laughs> um <so>, have
1: <laughs> Uh you still got a chance God. to get
0: any more of those in, please. 2002 on the WhatsApp.
1: I have, I have got another one, lads. One. Uh Saudi Deep is your love. Oh yeah, very oh. good. So deep is
0: your love, yeah. Thank <laughs> yeah, me. Um
1: I think we'll I have think we uh, are
0: very late for the sports news. Yeah, we
4: are. So I'll tell and, you what
3: though, just before we do go, uh Teddy boy. 160 pounds left to hit the 15,000 pound goal. 160 pounds, and you're calling it a derby for the rest of your life, (laughs) good sir. (laughs) 14,840.
0: Let's see if we can get it up to there by the end of the show. (laughs) Yes. Alright, we'll be back with more Northeast footy chat after this. Together across the Northeast.
3: The Turnback
5: and the Reds!
0: And we're back 8:41 on Thursday morning, the first of February. Uh, good morning to the Northeast Footy Brekkie, and uh, we've been asking you for songs uh, for the Northeast Football jukebox. Uh, we've had loads of these in. Thank you so much for all these in this morning. Uh, Davey lad's been back in touch. Boston, uh, more than a felling.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um and, uh, and this one from Prince, I mean pretty little red carvette. Oh, <laughs> That's good. That's good. Good. Uh, Shirley's been in touch, uh A nineteen Road to Hell some days, uh particularly on match <laughs> days. Um <Yeah. laughs> and, uh, and Phil's been enough with um you like this one. Clough Nuff is enough by Donna Summer. <laughs> Love it. Clough is enough. Love it. Yeah, very good. Jesus. I know. Any more of these, please? Audible 043 2002. Oh, um, so we've, clever. We've had a few issues this morning, haven't we? But I we think have. it's time to get, get into. Untechnical uh, ones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's time to get into the club headlines, starting with this. Macams and Proud. Black Cats
4: News. Good morning Sunderland fans, Sunderland have cooled their interest in striker Macaulay Langstaff joining other clubs like Derby County, Birmingham City and Middlesbrough in withdrawing from the race for his signature This provides a boost to Wrexham, Coventry City and Peterborough United who are still interested in signing Langstaff However, Notts County will be the most relieved as they hope to retain their star striker for their promotion push from League 2 Sunderland, Ipswich and Cardiff appear to be the three clubs leading the race to sign powerful striker Kiefer Moore. However, sources at AFC Bournemouth claim that all three clubs are some way off in terms of agreeing a wage split to facilitate a loan move. Moore is desperate for more first-team opportunities after making only eight Premier League appearances this season, and Bournemouth would actually prefer a permanent deal for the 31-year-old forward and finally as you heard yesterday Sunderland and Borough fans are uniting for a special cause involving a 40 mile walk from the stadium of light to the Riverside Stadium starting on Saturday night and ending on Sunday. The aim is to raise funds for Borough season ticket holder Chris Woods to receive specialist physiotherapy after suffering a stroke emanating from multiple brain hemorrhages. Uh, the GoFundMe page is now just around about £160 away from its £15,000 target And what that means is for me, Ted the Macum is I'm finally going to allow the game on Sunday to be regarded as a derby. To donate, (laughs) search Chris Beanie, that's B A B E A N E Y, go fund me or visit the cat or the red Facebook page for the link and best of luck to all taking part on the walk.
1: The are your Sunderland headlines. Magpies and Proud. Mags News. Newcastle United star Harvey Barnes is edging closer to a return from injury as in with a chance of making the matchday squad for the visit of Luton Town. The former Leicester City man who joined Newcastle in a 35 pounds summer deal hasn't been seen since limping off in the early stages of an 8-0 win over Sheffield United back in September with a foot injury. Barnes has been back in individual training of late and will be looking to take part in some group sessions before this weekend's Premier League tie. As confirmed by Eddie Howe on Friday, Newcastle have completed the permanent transfer of Manchester City Academy midfielder Alfie Harrison on a long-term deal. The Manchester-born 18-year-old is left-footed and initially joins United's under-18 squad. He's yet to make a senior competitive bow and debuted for his City's under-21s just last month. And following speculation that England would stage one warm-up game ahead of Euro 2024 away from Wembley, St James's Park has now reportedly been selected. The Bosnian FA posted an update via social media to the effect that they will face Gareth Southgate side in Newcastle on Monday, June the 3rd. Final confirmation of what would be the national team's first game at St James's Park since 2005 is still awaited. And in an effort to promote sustainability by reducing private vehicle journeys, anyone with a ticket for Saturday's home game against Luton Town will travel free on public transport. That's your Newcastle headlines on Thursday the 1st of February.
5: Smoggies and proud, Borough News.
3: Good morning Borough fans, how are you on this deadline day? Hope you're all fantastic, safe and well. Middlesbrough head into the final day of the transfer window hoping to sign a striker, but we've been at it all month and haven't been able to find our target as of yet. The club hierarchy are adamant they will not be forced into panic buying today with a viable deal not having presented itself. The Teesiders have made three signings so far this month, bringing in Finnazzas on a permanent transfer from Aston Villa, Luke Ayling on a loan deal from Leeds United, and Luke Thomas, who is on a temporary switch from Leicester City. We will, however, lose Morgan Rogers today ahead of the 11pm deadline tonight. The forward having spent has spent yesterday in the Midlands completing his medical and tying up personal terms with Aston Villa. We expect an announcement in the first few hours of the day. One of the transfers boroughs have been linked with today is Oxford United talent Tyler Gooderham, who is attracting late transfer attention in the final two days of the John Ridge window. The 20-year-old creative winger, who is capable of playing as an attacking midfielder, has been in fine form for the U's this season, scoring eight goals from 35 appearances in all competitions, whilst also notching four assists. Time will tell whether Middlesbrough bring in a replacement uh, for Morgan Rogers or a backup to Josh Coben and Emmanuel Ateleth. We hope for the push-in, the run-in, we could do with another striker, but... If the doors close and we're none, the richer, then Morgan Rogers' deal is a great deal. A bit of business this January transfer window for the borough. Up the borough. That's your morning headlines.
5: From Wickham to Whitley Bay. Stonygate to Shields. Doggy to Darlow Lane. Steve, Ted and Rye. The Northeast Footy Breakfast.
6: Right across the north.
0: Tune and they, and uh, we, they keep coming. The songs keep coming for the uh, yes. the Northeast Football Jukebox. Thank you so much to uh, Daniil, who's been in touch and has had a go this morning as well. Uh, the fabulous Daniel, friend of the show. Um, he's gone with uh, uh, the jam song, Strange Tune. Um, and also, yes, Paul good. Simon, You Can Call Me Big Al. Yeah, I Oh very good. Very good. Uh, like that one. And uh our friend Jack as well, our friend of the show. Uh he says, Morning lads. Can you be all morning, the Jackie. love t- can you beal the love tonight? <laughs> <laughs> we will on Sunday. Uh, <laughs> another another Sunderland one here from you from Grace. Um, wick them up before you go go. Oh, oh, yes. yes, yes. Yeah, brilliant yeah, cover. a yeah, yeah. yeah, Wigan well
4: reference. That's a retro one. I yeah, like that.
0: Yeah. I like that. Uh, I'm sorry, I'll
4: just take this swig of coffee. Yeah. That was really unprofessional. I'm sorry.
0: Uh, they are oh. Fab our audience, aren't they? Absolutely brilliant. They are. They're absolutely incredible. <laughs> Thank you very much for
4: everyone taking part in that one. Uh, lads, I, well, I was I was torn between what we what should we go to next, but VAR has reared its head once again. Oh.
3: I've got to hear your Sunderland, yeah. why they're going to win as well. You haven't you got uh, some well, sort of uh, rant or something oh, oh, no, as well? Club,
4: um, <laughs> 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 just, a, just a bigger and better club with better fans. Yeah, okay, um, okay. There you, you go. You'll be quick. Uh, no, just just very, very quickly. Anderlecht and Genk will be replaying their game due to a video assistant referee error. So The Disciplinary oh, Council for Professional Football ruled in favour of, of a Genk appeal and the game is going to be fully replayed because of the error that's taken part. Wow. Is that, is that fair play or is that just going to set an absolutely dangerous precedent? Rai, we'll go to you first on that one.
3: That's a dangerous precedent, isn't it? I mean, when you, once you open the doors, then there's, you know, there's a case, isn't there? There's a, there's, a, there's a, you know, well, hang on, how come they got to do it sort of argument. And it's very, very scary. Um, Yeah, look, VAR rearing its ugly head again, once again, we always knew it was going to get to a point where one mistake too many was going to be an absolute game changer to the point where they have made such a mistake that it's altered, you know, a a game of football in in the wrong way. And now they have to, you know, go back and replay it or fix it. it's scary because it opens the floodgates. I mean, do you go back and play Arsenal v Newcastle? Do you go back and you know play you know Liverpool, uh, Tottenham? It, it, you know, it's 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 a very dangerous precedent to be replaying games over a VAR incident. Uh, but if you know if if they're gonna do it, then my word, I tell you how they're going to, you know, you can't, you can't then have, you know, have any argument when a team, you know, comes in and complains, well, hang on, how come Genk got to do it? And we, you know, we've lost three points and especially in in England, where it's, you know, can cost you relegation and millions and millions of pounds to the clubs and the club revenue. So yeah, shocking move, I thought, Uh, I would have thought hopefully VAR would have been all as one and that they don't replay it's just a stamped old thing that you know we make mistakes much like if it was just a referee out there you know there is human error in it but uh, yeah to replay a game is very scary
1: Steve yeah I mean this is like you say it's it, the precedent that the setting here is crazy uh, it really is uh, it, it could it, it could you know, well it could ruin VAR. Um, you know, Radio Dad keeps saying burn it at the stake. Well, I mean it, it you know, it's self combusting, never mind burning it at the stake. It's it's a mess. Um but yeah, I mean there was always the likelihood that this was gonna happen, that somebody would take it to the next level and, and, and that's where we're at. But yeah, I mean yeah, you know, You can't go back in time You can't go back And reverse decisions It's done now You know I mean We've had VAR It's not as if it's the first season of VAR Um, You know We're we're, we're well into it now And You just can't go back How far do you go back Would be the question Um, You know But It's the teams that have been relegated And the teams that have missed out on you know, winning a, a place in Europe, which which have been affected financially. The rest of the mm. teams, it's it's a minor, it's a minor issue. But yeah, I mean, you know, this is a this is a tangled web, uh, and I'm glad it's not me who's having to sort it out. But yeah, yeah it's, it's a mess. We all saw this coming. We all saw this kind of thing coming. It's, it, you know, and, and it just takes somebody with a bee in their bonnet about something to 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 push ahead with it. I mean, I'm I'm not against it, but where where does it end? I really don't know.
4: Absolutely, yeah. It's, it's uh, for me. I mean, yeah, th- th- that needs just knocking on the head straight away because the likes of Klopp, who will, who will, you know, complain about absolutely everything. All right, we've only got a few more months left of it before the whole of Liverpool go, starts wearing black and going into mourning for about three years and, <laughs> and making about 500 memes a day about how much they're missing. It's pathetic, it really is. Anyway, um, yeah, it's it's only going to set that standard where more and more managers, especially the twisty ones, the are of this world, are going to start and mourn for it. But there you go. Um, right, you did quite rightly mention that uh, that I want to put my case forward as to why I think yes. Sunderland will win. Um, yes,
3: look, I want to hear Matt, this...
4: It's. I'm not. I'm not on my own in in the fact that that I haven't looked at this as a derby game, and, and I know we yep. joke about it. And yes, I am going to change my mind if we hit this this charity target, which would be brilliant. Um, but it's quite simply, it's not. It's one of those things that you can't organically change that this is a game that's always meant more to Middlesbrough than it has to Sunderland and that's that's not because we see Middlesbrough as, an, you know, putting the banter aside for a second, we don't see them as some sort of NAF club, it's just our derby is against Newcastle That that's where, you know in our hearts, that's the big derby that's the big one, however I think there is a change coming uh, and Michael Bale actually alluded to it In that interview, after the Stoke win, he referred to the next game as a derby. And as much as I might have taken the mick out of that, and a few people did take the mick out of that, senior members of your senior staff and players stepping in and actually referring to this as a derby, if the fans see that effort going in and that little bit more bite and that little bit more preparation for it and and eagerness to win, then that's going to slowly start and win over some of the fans. It, it's you know the players are going to be reminded it, it's a fresh batch of players there's not that many of them that are from the northeast all right the likes of dan neil luke 09's been here a long time now so he might still actually see it as a, as a bit of a derby but with the with other staff coming in i think that that emphasis on seeing this as a local game the tide is turning i think we're, we're gonna obviously we're gonna Probably end up the game with with eleven men on the pitch as well, rather than some Aussie referee cheapness out uh, there. That.
5: Um,
4: that might help us as well to, to win the game. But I think there is a change in attitudes coming, genuinely, and you know, looking at the attitude of, of some of the fans as well, it's not all kind of saying no, it's not a derby, we're not interested. It is starting to perk our interest that little bit now. Um, and I think we're going to have a, a fantastic squad to go head to head with Middlesbrough and kick their backsides on Sunday. And we'll we'll we'll
3: triumph. You're mm-hmm. going to be quiet right now. One for you, Stevie. Nottingham Forest breaking news from Fabrizio Romano, the ever-breaking ex-Twitterer fiend. Nottingham Forest have submitted an official proposal for Matt's cells. Imagine the return—around six to seven million euros for the experienced goalkeeper currently at Strasbourg. But Nottingham Forest working hard, hard as ever to bring in Matt's cells back to the Premier League today. It's not the only uh,
4: Pokemon they're missing now, is it?
3: Yeah, I swear it's like their fourth or fifth <laughs> signing in the past of three days and I don't know how they're they
1: the selling. It, they're, selling Mang- they're selling Mangala, aren't they? Who, um, uh, yes. is, is it Leon or something like that? I mean, they're, they're yeah. getting one out the door but yeah, I mean, yeah, in the cold light of day, when their finances are laid bare, um, you know, I'd be very interested to see how they've managed to get themselves into this position where they can just constantly sign players. I really, I, I really don't yeah. understand it when they've been in the void of the championship for many years. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a head scratcher to me, lads. It certainly is. Also, is. They're
3: also in trouble. I mean, they're currently in investigation. Yeah, you, you know, you can still go out and get three to four players. It just bewilders me. But time will tell. Time will tell. Yeah, absolutely.
0: We've got the last couple well, of songs in um, on, uh, before. We disappear. Uh, David has been back in touch. I uh, know Nan- <laughs> nah, he loves this. Uh, Nancy Sinatra. The phone, yeah. uh, these boots yes. are made. These boots are made for Walker. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and our friend Jack uh, has also been back in touch. He spent this one isn't a Northeast one, but he made himself laugh. It's the Ocean Colour Scene song, the Rigobert Song <laughs> um, oh, Very uh, good. That, that's yep. good, that by yeah, yeah, the way. That's yeah, yeah, like, yeah. oh, yeah. actually pretty creative, yeah. you know. Uh, yeah, he is like that. Um, and, and last couple here from Tom uh, on the uh, WhatsApp. Uh, he's gone, Geordie in the Sky with Diamonds. Um, <laughs> uh, and what was that other one? Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. This one's a particular, I think, a Middlesbrough ism. Um, she Loves Yous by the Beatles. <laughs> she loves yous. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Use, yeah. Well, right I've, got, I've had
3: one here. I've had one here sent to me on uh, on Facebook as well. Uh, obviously ACDC, Back in Black, but in the tune of Back. old Jack Clark here. Back in Jack. He wants Bill sacked. Don't you know he'll leave and won't be back. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Some considerable effort went into that. <laughs> 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 Very well done, that in person. Back. I hit the sack. Wow, well,
0: that's good. Very clever. Very good. What a great uh, uh, contribution from our audience this morning, and uh, and from you guys. Thank you for those.
1: Yeah, good stuff,
4: lads. Good You're show. up next, aren't you, Daz?
0: Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, we're up next. Uh, we've got our usual mid morning nonsense. Uh, we've got yeah. the usual stuff, you know, the telly, the showbiz, the news, etc. And, a, and a, a really rare thing this morning. You know, we play this Ooh. game, the Sweeping the Nation, name that theme, okay? Yes. Well, this morning, we've had an audience member, one of our listeners, uh, has, has messaged in and sent in and name that theme for us to do. Oh. Um Ooh. so that's the first time we've ever done that. So we we're going to have a bit of fun with Very that. Clever. And uh, it also wow. gets producer Danny off the hook because he gets so much grief over it. Um so we'll give the grief over to uh to Nicola in the borough who sent us in uh, her name that theme. So we'll be doing that this morning and and, and it's kids TV as well. So that's always a good one because it's Gosh. a generation gap, isn't it? You know, it depends where you yeah. where your kid's TV was at. If you've got kids and watching TV or, um, you know, you remember stuff from your kids, you know, your um, own childhood. So, yeah, so I'm looking forward to that this morning. That's going to be a good one. That's excellent. Well, have a good Very one, good. man. Well,
3: have a good one. Yep. yep. And, uh, Just uh, yeah. a quick update to uh, Chris Woods, uh, obviously raising the 15,000 quid. They're currently at 14,860 pounds. So they are 140 pounds away from their goal. Make sure you check it out. It's the links are today on the red on Twitter, I'm and gonna the cat. To it's it's going it's cool. it's to happen today. Oh, before yeah, the show tomorrow, we're going to pass that goal of 15,000. Oh, um, what an incredible
0: effort. What an incredible, yeah, incredible effort.
4: Brilliant. Fantastic, everybody. Well
0: done. Uh, well done, guys. Uh, it's um, It's been one of those shows, hasn't it? Yeah, um, technical. It we, did it. Yeah. we
1: did it. We did it. We did it. Well done, lads.
0: We'll be back tomorrow for more Northeast Footy Brecky tomorrow morning from 7. Have a good one, guys. See Have guys. a good one. Bye Open Chrome.
5: From Wickham to Whitley Bay, Stony Gate to Shields, Doggy to Darlow Back Lane, Steve, Ted, and Rye. The Northeast Footy Breakfast. Right across the Northeast. the Red, the Toon and the cat.